Alright guys, this is Derek Soto, and we're going to talk a little business shop system scenario thing. Here's the thing. You guys using retargeting, you got to tone it down a notch. What, you know, nothing is quite as annoying as you see an ad, or even click on a page, and you, don't even, you didn't even opt in. You didn't even show interest, okay? You saw the opt-in, and you're like, no, I'm good. But since you landed on that page, there is a little cookie, little pixel, little cookie drops in. All of a sudden, you see ads for that site everywhere you go. Now, that some people think that's cool, and that's cool for the first, you know, three to ten times max. But, you know, either space that out. You know, or do it a few times, but like running it 24 seven forever, especially it can be abused a lot with Google, uh, Google, um, uh, what am I, what am I saying here? Google videos, right? YouTube, because you don't pay unless someone watches 30 seconds. Here's the thing, you know, that's a downside. I think they should charge you for it. Because, you know, it can get quite annoying to be everywhere all the time, okay, in people's faces, you know, um, you have to space it out, give your people some breathing room, let them see some other ads, and then every once in a while, remind them, almost like a Geico commercial, but a little less annoying, you know, um, you want to be like the refrigerator magnet on the refrigerator, but not so much where you're, you have a, a magnet on every door and a sticker on every window. It, it's, it's equivalent of like putting sticky notes around someone's house everywhere they turn, they see you. It gets annoying, especially if they didn't even opt into your page. I mean, you have to have limits, you know, um, being everywhere, it, it doesn't mean it's a good thing just because you can, it doesn't mean you should. Uh, you should space it out, and that way, uh, because if someone's not ready today, the odds of them being ready tomorrow are slim to none, you know, so what I would do is if I was doing retargeting, I would show them some ads for the first few days or whatever, and then wait a week and then show them an ad or two, and then wait a week and then show them an ad or two, wait a week, and since they see a lot of ads, they're not going to... You know, you want to show enough where you kind of stick out. If you only do one, you won't be noticed. But if you do like three, every week you just do three. That should be low enough where it won't be annoying, but it will also be enough where they'll notice you. And then that's it. And then you just leave it alone, okay? And so I would test those numbers. You don't just want to max it out, you know, and just show as many times as you possibly can. I think that's ludicrous. But rather, you have to think about the psychology of things. You know, it doesn't matter how successful you are as a marketer if you're making millions of dollars and all this other stuff. Um, you have to think about the psychology of what you're doing, okay? Um, and that's not um, what's going to, you know, think about if someone is thinking about, you know, running, uh, you know, buying your course or whatever it is. Okay. And 
you know, they saw your ad and they clicked it and they're like, I'm good, right? They're not going to be ready tomorrow or the day after that, day after that, usually, you know what I mean? It, it, you just want to be a constant little reminder every week or something like that, you know, just kind of subtle, but you're there. You just do enough so that you're not annoying people because when they are ready to buy, they're not going to choose you. That You might think they will because they've seen you everywhere forever. But no, in fact, what they're going to do is they're going to be like, that annoying dude, I'll never give him my money. And they'll purposely look for somebody else to fulfill that need because you bothered the hell out of them. Okay? So I recommend that if you do it subtly and you offer content, instead of just diving right in and talking about your product and all this other stuff, have a hook, give some interesting content, have many hooks with different interesting contents and perspectives about things. Set yourself apart differently by providing value. They'll remember you as the person that, oh, that's the dude that gives cool information and cool value and cool ideas that I haven't heard. Even if it's theory, it's cool. Because marketers love theory, you know? Just don't pitch it as fact, you know? Just be like, hey, I have a cool idea, check it out, you know? Most of the stuff I teach is examples of actual real stuff, but some of it is just really cool ideas I have because marketers have a ton of cool ideas and it, everything doesn't have to have a white paper backing it all up for you to share it because you're not selling it. You're giving it away for free and, and you can say, hey, test it out and see if it works, you know? And so that's what I usually do. If you want to know the stuff that's theory, you know, well, even some of the stuff that I do that I know is not theory, um, I'll still say, hey, test it out. Because it might not work for your specific niche or your situation. But the thing is, is that there's nothing wrong with theory. But at the end of the day, like, keep in mind, like, don't be a nuisance to people, okay? But you also want to provide cool content. And you want to provide information that's thought-provoking and you know what? You might have a theoretical thing that an experienced marketer will hear and be like, you know what, if I tweak it this way, that could actually work, you know, from my experience. And it could give them something to test and they test it and it totally doesn't work, but then it helps them find another discovery. Don't be afraid to share ideas just because they're not scientifically proven. You know what I mean? Um, because they can spark new ideas. They can create new changes in marketing that are better, less annoying, and provide more value to the customer. You can stand out that way. Be, a, be Stand out by being the idea man. You know, stand out by being the person that's not afraid to share ideas and share new concepts, new approaches. You don't have to copy and model only people that have done stuff that's been proven 100%. That's great, and that's cool, and a ton of people are doing that. But you can stand out by also being someone that is not afraid to share some ideas that you have that can lead and branch off into new, awesome movements and can actually change marketing itself, which is really cool. Okay? So keep in mind, there's no such thing as a dumb idea. Um as long as you're serious about it, you know, if you're not trying to be a goofball and you're serious about it, 
it can really spark um, that little spark that a marker needs to be like, oh my goodness, that is cool. Let me try that, you know? And they could test it and tweak it. And you know what? They're like, man, this thing really rocks, you know? And so we love that kind of stuff. I love to he hear people's theory about different stuff, you know? And um, it's really cool. So at the end of the day, as long as your theory is based on experience, if you have experience, like when I share theory, it's just not from a newbie. I've been doing marketing for 20 years. So my theory is pretty solid. If I have a theory, the odds of it working is pretty good. It's pretty good. I mean, you know, um, at the end of the day, though, we both know that um, theory doesn't mean much until you test it. But I love being inspired by new ideas, and I, and I love testing stuff, even if it bombs. Like, sometimes it's just fun to test a new idea just to mix it up. And, you know, marketing can get boring if you're just doing the paint by numbers, you know, modeling a guy, you know, um, you know, just using the same color schemes and the same this or that. Sometimes it's fun to pioneer. Even if you have a whole bunch of arrows in the back, like Russell Brunton says, you know, who cares? Sometimes it's fun to be the dude that pioneers and tests something and totally bombs. But you know what? At the end of the day, you tried something fun and cool. And that's part of the joy of marketing. You don't always have to have something that's perfect that makes you $20 million every time you do something. Sometimes you can have fun having the losses. You don't have to scale it to millions of dollars. Your losses are minimal and you use money that you're willing to, to lose, you know? So whenever you do theory, okay, and I try to be upfront whenever I'm sharing theory, which I don't share theory very often, but when I do, um, I try to be on upfront with it and say, hey, you know, give this a whirl, try it out, you know? Um, but at the end of the day, I'm telling you guys, like, don't worry about all that stuff, you know, just be a straight shooter, be a straight shooter, you know, try different things and, 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 and see what works and enjoy your marketing, enjoy playing with your train set. You know, I, I call marketing the best train set in the world because you can do so many cool little things. So definitely try that out. All right. God bless.